right, welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers. I'm your host, Joshua Tracy. I'm Dan. And I'm Corwin Heller. <laughs> uh, we got my friend Dan here, who is not a sports fan I will all. be speaking from the perspective of the common man. Yeah, um, he joined us for our, our Super Bowl viewing, um, or at least mine. Corwin's still at Penn State. Um, it just yep. ended. It's it's ten thirty, um, Sunday night, and this game sucked. <laughs> this game was awful. It was uh, it was the worst Super Bowl I've seen in ever quite a while. This is the lowest scoring Super Bowl of all time. That's kind of surprising, but if you think about it, not very. Like even from a, the perspective after, of someone uh, that doesn't two years. normally watch sports, I could just tell from the get go that this game wasn't going well. Like no one looked happy to be there. No one looked like they were enjoying themselves. <laughs> Dude, by the end of the game, like the like the the Rams' entire team looked so disheveled, and I don't blame them. Yeah. Like I was, I was, te- like I was telling everyone during the game, like. No matter who wins this, no one deserves love right there. I think it was in like the middle of the third quarter. You could just tell, like, all right, this game is mentally over. Like, there's not much left for these guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to even think of like a good takeaway to bring away from it. Like, I know, like now the Pats are tied with the Steelers for having the most wins in Super Bowl history. Uh, I mean, Brady already broke the record of most wins by a single quarterback last time they won it, so it's not like there's a big milestone for him as an individual, I guess. I mean, is there anything right. to say in terms of the Pats' overarching dynasty that this really alters? Um, I mean, it just kind of – I don't think it alters anything. I think it just kind of proves that this isn't something we've ever seen before, and this is, you know, dynasty and – longevity wise for a team the best we've ever seen and there's really no other team or streak that could even come close um i mean the big thing was the steelers winning four super bowls in six years or the bills going to four straight super bowls which is still wild but nothing comes close to what the steel or what the patriots have been able to do since tom brady was drafted um, do you, either of you guys have a play that sticks out the most in your mind from this fucking four hour suck fest? Man, that's kind of hard. Um, the Gronk catch that set them up on the one yard line was the best throw Brady's had in several weeks. Um, and it's going to be one that people remember from this game and take away as like, man, Brady still has it. But um, outside of that, he did not look good. Uh, same thing with the two throws directly uh, predecessing Jared Goff's interception in the fourth. They were two beautiful throws that I think he kind of just got lucky with. And it kind of covers up the fact that he was god awful this entire game. Dan, is there anything that stuck out to you, really, as a guy that doesn't really watch football? Um, in terms of plays, no. But I know that this will be all over the internet tomorrow and for the rest of the night. A lot of people were disappointed that they didn't do the SpongeBob song for the halftime show. That was going to be my yeah, next question. <laughs> See, fuck that. Like, I know, you know, they don't have to honor the petition or whatever the hell they were, these guys were doing. But don't like you know tease them with that that 
nothing five second clip oh that shit was so disappointing man just to show travis scott show up with cgi fire around him i know it was so lame like i would have rather had nothing at all than to have what they yeah i'm it just felt you too like i would rather have just not seen anything and just had the nfl or pepsi just be like nah like we're just not going to do that like it's too late and like who would who, who would legitimately feel satisfied excuse. with that? Yeah, right. Like it's 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 like they wanted to do like a fan service thing, but then everyone who was a fan of the show just felt gypped. Like, what was the point? Like you, you you clearly acknowledge that the fans wanted something, and then just didn't give them what they wanted. Every SpongeBob fan there blue balled as hell over that. Like in general, from a non, from the like the non, sport aspect of this whole like event. Like, none of the entertainment was really that good. Like, the live show wasn't that great. The commercials were boring. Like, Super Bowls hailed for, like, their really famous commercials that people sink millions of dollars into, but none of the commercials really stood out to me besides, like, the Avengers teaser. But everyone already saw a trailer. Yeah, I, actually, no, that's a really good point. I mean, like, you know, Corbin, we could sit here and talk about, like, the defensive aspects of the game and, like, why Brady and... um. Goff looked really off, like, you know, the little minutia would happen. But the Super Bowl is supposed to be the event that the NFL carries every season that's supposed to, you know, be the casual viewer's time. You know, it's supposed to be a really obviously big uh, point of entertainment that, that anyone can kind of sit down and, and enjoy. And I don't think a casual fan – I mean, like, you know, we're serious fans and I didn't like it. But I don't think a casual fan watched this game and was like, oh, that was fun. Yeah, no one, like... Yeah, I mean, this just kind of... what it. Def- I'm trying to think of the right word, but, like, it disappointed on all fronts. Like, what Dan said, the halftime show was really nothing special. Adam Levine was clearly sick. His voice wasn't right. <laughs> um, the commercials outside of the uh, NFL 100 commercial with all the uh all the former stars that was great you but mean 125 that, seconds of the nfl jerking itself off <laughs> yeah oh, look man. how great we are i mean it oh, was you good love it. I, one, one, one yeah, thing that i really had a problem with one, one of the hugest things i have a problem with and this is just in general but i'm so tired of car commercials where they spend in, like a minute and a half talking about like you know all these philosophical questions is like, you know, what what does it mean to be human and something like that? And then it just shows a car driving on a highway that probably like no one drives around. But do you remember that um that what was it uh that Kia commercial where the guy commits suicide at the end? Just drives into <laughs> like a fucking river, like just in such an ended all fashion and they're like, you know, go achieve a dream, like go ex- explore the wilderness or some shit like that. But it's like, no, this guy died, like like this is a tragic story. <laughs> like sell me the car, not like you know a feeling, because I don't give a shit about like whatever feeling I'm gonna have while driving the car. I just want a car. Like show me the features that the car has. Like come on. I think all car commercials need to be at most ten seconds long. Give me like average resale value, <laughs> um, average miles per gallon, and like your coolest features, and that's all I care about. Like if you want to make yep, it artsy. I'm with you on that. If you want to make it artsy, like you can still do like that pinball commercial with the yeah the um the Toyota, Toyota, Toyota Supra. Supra yeah like that was a good commercial because mm-hmm. it just showed the car driving like it, it was a fun commercial 
Like, it doesn't have to be up its own ass. You can still have a high production value with it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Corin always agrees. That's his thing. He always agrees. It's going. Corin always goes. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah, that's when I like zone out halfway through and kind of don't have the full story and just have to come up with something. Yeah, it's it. All right, so so let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Corwin and Dan. If if you have any right, thoughts I mean, on I you asked can, a question, you, but no big deal. Oh, what was your question? No big. I asked what your favorite commercial was. Oh, 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 man, I. I feel like I'm very in one ear, out the other when it comes to the commercials. Um, I liked the, um, uh, what's it, the Washington Post one? I thought was at least interesting. I, I thought that they at least yeah, had I like that one. I, I thought they at least had some intention with it. Yeah, the Washington Post one was good. But I don't think there was one that really stuck out as like a gut buster. I thought some of the T-Mobile ones were pretty shitty. I mean, overall, it this T-Mobile one was okay. Like it got my attention, but you know. It's T-Mobile. I already have T-Mobile, so it didn't really matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> they have my business. What about you, Corwin? Um, like I said, I like the uh, NFL one with all the uh, current and past stars. I like seeing that one. It actually was well done and had a lot of cool throwbacks that I liked. Yeah, no, there was chock full of everything. It was, it was a very um, Easter egg and reference full uh, little advertisement that they did, which I thought was cool, even if it was just you know two and a half minutes of the NFL jerking it. But all right, so so let me just just to add, talk some actual football since you know this was kind of the day for it, I guess. Would you classify this as a defensive game or poor offense? I was definitely favored in the way of defensive scheming, not necessarily like shutdown performances by either defense, um, but it was definitely heavily just offensive failures to like the Pats receivers couldn't get open outside of Edelman to save their life. Jared Goff is just played the ugliest I've ever seen him play since his rookie year. Um, Todd Gurley was still hurt and just was not effective outside of his two early runs. Like nothing really went right for either offense outside of one or two big plays. Dan, do, when as as someone who does not watch football, <laughs> you're already laughing. <laughs> did, did this seem like a game where like you saw people do things right, <laughs> or where everyone was just sucking it up? Well, I, I kind of um, based my perception of the game based on how everyone else around me was reacting. We reacted very poorly. So yeah, I would say <laughs> yeah. that everyone did poorly because everyone around me was saying that they were doing poorly. But um. I guess the biggest takeaway I had from that game as someone that doesn't normally watch football is that it, it was boring. Like, I don't know, the way the way I perceived football before like I watched this game was that uh you know, it was an exciting like there there's constant like not move there's not constant movement, but it's like there's clashes and conflicts and you know, they're actively trying, but this one they just kind of like struggled and limped their way to the finish line. It didn't it didn't really seem like an active game to me. Yeah, I, I think the way that it could like a a good, like a fun defensive slugfest would have included more sacks. And I know there were a couple interceptions, but they seem to be more poorly thrown. Like there was the one really underthrown uh golf interception. There was the like really lucky tip up on the Brady interception. Like, it wasn't, like, really spectacular defensive plays. It was just, like, other people fucking up. Um, the, Goff got hit a few times, 
uh, I, I, but I mean, it like like Dan said, it seemed like it was a lot more like third down stops than it was crazy turnovers or something like cool happening on defense as it was just a war of attrition. Like the general air about the entire, like not even just the players, but like the commercials, the people, like every everyone, even the people watching, everyone involved, it just seemed like a very sterile air of just like, I don't really care about this. Like no one seemed interested in what they were doing. What do you think, Corwin? I don't know. Who knows? No one does, man. Sorry, I completely, I completely missed it. Brooks yelling at me. Why is Brooke? I don't know. We're, we're gonna move on because I'm trying not to edit this. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, let, let me let me ask you this because I also was thinking about this during the game. If this was a regular season game, would you have watched the whole thing? No, I would have turned it off very quickly to watch anything else. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I, such I an, it, like from the start, it was an ugly game, and that's the thing. I, I, I'm like, we're only, we're not even 15 minutes into recording. I, I don't have anything to say about this. Like, I really, I mean, we, we could sit there and talk about like, uh, bad third down conversions. It didn't seem like either team like really adjusted at a halftime. Um, you know, great special teams play on both ends, but like, you know, outside of the the. The min- the minutia of the minutia of of shit to talk about. I mean, there's really, really not much to say here, like at all. No, I I really like. I mean, Corwin, is is there anything that you watched um in this game that, that you thought was especially, uh, or that you were waiting to to bring up in this conversation? I mean, if the Rams had won this game. Johnny Hecker should have been unanimously voted the MVP. Instead, it went to uh, far and away that Julian Edelman. Just want to throw that out there. Julian Edelman won MVP. Right, but if the Rams won, Johnny Hecker should have been voted unanimously the MVP. Yeah, sorry, I I I confused you. What I was trying to say there is um, um, neither team really, uh, neither team's quarterback really played well enough that either of them were going to get it. Like. Brady didn't deserve it, no, and which is why he no, didn't. No, no. And if the Rams pulled a win out of their ass, they wouldn't have deserved it either. Actually, let me ask you this. Do you think this throws any fuel on the fire that the Saints should have made it in over the Rams? With all that controversy I mean, last week or two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. Uh, I mean, we could have said that this – well, people have been saying that the Saints should have been the team that got in – from the start and I mean they are they outplayed the Rams uh in the NFC championship game I think they had a more complete team compared to the Rams uh they're a healthier team right now than the Rams I just I think they would have put up a much bigger fight against the Patriots I think they were built to beat the Patriots better than the Rams were um and I think this would have been a little bit of a more competitive game through and through were you surprised that there wasn't as i mean aaron donald generated noise because he's a noisy dude but i was actually surprised by (laughs) just how quiet he was kept i was kind of expecting to see his name brought up a lot more than it was did that surprise you at all well i mean the pats had honestly the best offensive line in football this year um especially the past couple weeks of the season they just they shut everybody down and they have a very good interior line. 
They doubled Aaron Donald the entire game. Um, I mean, outside of him having a few plays and Dante Fowler getting a couple big plays off the edge very early in the game, they completely shut down the Rams' defensive line. Um, what did you think about the Rams' offensive line? They looked fucking pathetic in my eyes, but I don't know yeah. as well as you do. I mean, I'll say it again. I am not good when it comes to evaluating offensive lines, but they were they were Swiss cheese out there. I mean, Golf was holding onto the ball. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, a little bit longer than he probably should have, um, but he had no time back there to operate. And part of that is his receivers weren't doing him a lot of favors. Brandon Cooks played horribly. Um, Robert Woods showed some good plays but wasn't consistent throughout the game um i just it's just one of the cogs that broke for the rams and it feel, felt like almost every one of them did at some point on offense man, man that shit was just i feel like i only have negative things to really bring up uh, julian edelman and johnny hecker really felt like the only two people that did a damn thing in this game like i really Am hard pressed. Like Todd Gurley didn't really do anything. CJ Anderson didn't really do anything. Um, mm-hmm. Sony Michelle had an okay game. Um, I don't think anything great. He definitely had big plays. Yeah, I mean, well, it's the Patriots' backfield. I feel like everyone's a role filler back there. But I mean, no one really. The Pats' offensive line as a unit played well, but like no one really stood out so much. Like I'm going to be. I don't think there's a lot of highlights to to or positives to highlight. Instead, I feel like it's just nothing but lowlights. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, this kind of just sucked all. Or I, I don't think it was a memorable halftime show. I don't think there was memorable um, commercials. It wasn't a memorable memorable game. There was no like even the touchdown. Even the lone touchdown was boring as fuck. It was just a punch in at the goal line. It was <laughs> so fucking lame. Like nothing. The the field goals that got made weren't even that interesting. Like nothing, nothing about this game was. It was very interesting. I feel like if this wasn't the game where the Pats won a sixth Super Bowl, this would be a very much forgotten Super Bowl game. I don't think. I think this will be forgotten. This would I really, be. I really think it will one be. of those games where people just don't give a shit. I think this like, is oh, going to be the least memorable more. of all the Pats Super Bowl wins. I think people are going to go, they won yeah. six, like they beat the Rams, and they beat the Eagles, and they beat the Falcons, and they beat the Seahawks, and then who was... They didn't play the Rams twice, did they? No, they couldn't have, right? Oh, and then they <laughs> Google it and go, oh, no, they did, they did. Like, that's going to be this game. That's going to be this game. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Like, we're going to be looking back on this in, like, 15 years and being like, who the fuck did the Patriots even beat in 2019? That's what's going to be today. Uh, such a bad match. Dan, what did you think of the uniforms? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Blue and yellow, like, those shades were just not – shouldn't have happened. That, when it, it was when you think Rams, what colors stick out in your mind? Not blue and yellow. Like, maybe, I don't know, I can't even, <laughs> like, I, I know, like, I'm trying to picture, like, the actual animal, like a ram, in my head, but I can't think of what their colors would be. I guess just white. 
Oh, there's a lot of this brown rams, aren't there? <laughs> like white uh, fur? Wool? No, what would you think if the Rams jerseys had like a Sherpa lining on the outside? Honestly, like that would make things look like, a decent amount more interesting to me. I think it would be white and gray. Maybe they would reduce concussions <laughs> since it would absorb some impact. Yeah, well, you know, that's the life they chose. So they'll have to cry about it with their millions and millions of dollars. What would you name the Rams mascot if you got to name that guy? Um, Ram. Ram the Ram? No, he's just, it's just Ram. Like, it's fucking weak, Dan. We brought in the Ram. That's just, uh, no. You're better than this. <laughs> Richard the Ram. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say he's like Randolph or some shit. Or Ramdolph. Something. Okay, Ramdolph is pretty good. <laughs> Ramdy. Ramdy. Like Randy. Okay. Or what about Romdy, like Gandhi? That's like more of a deviation than mine. Like, <laughs> like I don't think you're trying. Corwin, do you have any opinions on this matter? <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck I'm listening to right now. <laughs> I mean, there's no football to fucking talk about. I mean, honestly, I don't want to drag this out forever uh, just because, like, I mean, I know we're used to doing, we usually do an hour here, Dan. <laughs> since you're an guest. hour? Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I, I, I don't want to stretch this out just to meet time because I just don't think there's really anything left to say at this point. I mean, do you have anything to say, Dan? No. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so I we know mean, Corian's opinion, Dan. <laughs> I mean, this is just from a personal thing. I don't know if anyone out there can relate, but uh, getting dominoes is always such a huge mistake. Like every time I get it, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I'm, it is. I'm filled with just this vague pain in my body. Yeah, I'm filled with dough, cheese, and rage. Like it's coming from everywhere, but I feel it like deep inside, like as if it was in my soul. <laughs> it's instead that it was what we call your colon. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty deep in there. Yeah, it's way, way down there. Um, so Corwin said he didn't have any closing remarks. I really don't either. I mean, it's not like I'm going to sit here and be like, I'm not watching the Super Bowl next year. I want to watch Super Bowl every year. I mean, Dan's going to watch Super Bowl next year because it's an event to get friends together for. <laughs> We're all going to watch Super Bowl next year. This one just sucked. That's all there is. You got anything else, Corwin? Oh, please. Just let this be the last one. The Pats win. I can't take this shit anymore. I, it, you know, it's... It, I'm such a salty ass Jets fan, but like this one barely feels like it even counts. So that's why I don't even care if they won it because it really doesn't feel like they deserved it. And I can take some kind of solace in that. Like I know it's going to go up on the uh, a banner all the same, but it really, really doesn't feel like they earned this one. So I mean, yes. congrats, congrats, you won, you bunch of fuck faces. But uh, everyone, every one of your fans, every one of your teammates, everyone knows. You didn't win this game. The Rams just lost it. Like, y'all <laughs> Yeah, this will be the biggest asterisks on any one of their Super Bowl wins. Yeah, you think Barry Bonds has an asterisk next to his records? This is going next to yours. Yeah, they won yeah, Super Bowl bitches. 53, but they fucking sucked when they won it. Uh, that's it. I'm just going to do all the, the social stuff. Sound good? Yeah. Yep, I'm all <laughs> Fuck good. Fuck you, Dan. You don't have opinions. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, Dan, nice talking to you for the <laughs> so long for a good 15 minutes, you know? Hey, know, hey is... we got to, we got like 20. Shut up. All right, I'm, I'm, all right let me do a thing. <laughs> you, you can send us emails about our, our nonsense fucking conversation today. Where? Uh, juicingthenumbers at gmail.com, Dan. That's juicingthenumbers at gmail.com. Can you spell it? 
I know it's it's spelled how it sounds. You can find our website at juicingthenumbers.wixsite.com slash website. You spell that? Yes, it's juicingthenumbers.wixsite.com slash website. You can find us on Twitter at juicingpod. What if I don't have a Twitter? Well, that's okay because you can look up at juicingpod and find our Twitter uh, anywhere on the internet. <laughs> And uh, that's the show, Jesus folks. Jesus Christ. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. Have a good morning or night, whatever. You know, enjoy enjoy your day, guys. I really hope